It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. You know, this was one of those games where I feel like just most of the games with the Niners where they're better than so even if yeah. things look a little off and they don't look like themselves, I just feel like eventually they have too much talent for most of the teams that they're going to play. And that's what this game was like. Yeah, there was some stuff on offense that was going on, and you're like, ah, they just look sort of out of whack right now. Defensively in the beginning, it looked like they missed Eric, Eric Armstead for those first couple of series. And then they yeah. just get it together because they're way more talented than the Seahawks are. And, and you can't yeah. stop Debo who was playing out of his mind. And you can't stop Ayuk, who is now just the fourth wide receiver in 49ers history to have back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons along with yeah. Golden, Bryson, and T.O. You can't stop Kittle, who continues to score touchdowns and, and make it 1,000 yards this year with Purdy. You can't stop McCaffrey, who may challenge Frank Gore for the most yards in the season for the 49ers rushing. And you can't stop Purdy on offense. And you can't stop Nick Bosa. And you can't stop Fred Warner. And Lenore played fantastic. So it just goes on yeah. and on and on. This team is just loaded. And in a game like this, it could have been 20 to 20 going into the fourth quarter. I'm still like, it's just a matter of time before the Niners pull ahead. And and they just did in this game again. Yeah. And congrats to Christian McCaffrey becoming the first running back in the Kyle Shanahan 49ers era to rush for a thousand yards, uh, which is wild to me based on, you know, how successful this run game has been that there hasn't been an individual runner to run for a thousand yards under Kyle Shanahan. No. So Christian McCaffrey uh, gets that honor. And, and you talked about, you know, you, you, the the Cowboys of the 90s, right? They had the triplets, right? The the famous triplets, Emmett Smith, uh, Michael Irvin, and Troy Aikman, or you could say Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin, and um the other guy that I can never ever remember, but he always used to burn the 49ers. Alvin Harper. Um, thank you, Alvin Harper. Thank yep. you. Um, you could even throw their their tight end in there. But this 49ers offense has uh, you know, a, a uh, I, I guess you could call it a quartet, if you will, of of playmakers. And that is Ayuk, Samuel, Kittle, and McCaffrey. And uh, <clears throat> their pace, and this is according to uh, Levin Black, former uh, f- former contributor at, at 49ers Web Zone, uh, does that podcast right now with with Stats Guerrera uh, over on, on Rob's channel. But uh, their pace updates uh, – Brandon Ayuk is on pace for 75 receptions, 1,405 yards, and eight touchdowns. Debo Samuel is on pace for 61 receptions, 1,008 yards, five touchdowns, and then 220 rush yards and seven touchdowns, which is 12 touchdowns total and 1,228 yards from scrimmage. Uh, George Kittle is on pace for 69 receptions, 1,061 yards, and eight touchdowns. And McCaffrey is on pace for 1,539 rushing yards, 16 rushing touchdowns, 68 receptions, 571 yards, uh, and seven receiving touchdowns, which would be 2,110 yards from scrimmage and 23 total touchdowns. Or, just put simply, this quartet is on pace for 1,000 scrimmage yards for four different players. Absurd. This offense is insanity Absurd. right now. Uh, there's not there's not a an offense in the NFL right now. You could you could you could put the Cowboys in just the conversation 
but there isn't an offense operating at the level that the San Francisco 49ers offense is op- is operating right now. And it's just really fun to watch. It just really is, is just so much fun to see. They're doing things at a historic level. I get NFL communications and every week after a Niners game, it's just things that you're like, like seriously, again, they're doing this. Debo Samuel is the second player in NFL history with at least a hundred receiving yards and one touchdown reception and one rushing touchdown in consecutive games, joining some guy named Timmy Brown, not Tim Brown from the Raiders, Timmy Brown who played right. in 1960 with the Eagles. Kittle <laughs> has over 6,000 receiving yards since entering the NFL in 2017. And he's just the fifth tight end in NFL history with at least 6,000 receiving yards in his first seven career seasons. McCaffrey has 10,096 scrimmage yards and 77 scrimmage touchdowns in 88 career games and is just the sixth player in the Super Bowl era with at least 10,000 scrimmage yards and 75 scrimmage touchdowns in his first 90 games. And Purdy, I, you can just keep going on and on and on. And on. <laughs> I, I mean, the list is keeps getting longer and longer. This week, he's the, he has 12 games with a passer rating of 110 or higher in his career. Tied with uh, Dan Marino for the third most such games. Oh, tied with his boy. His, his man, his his idol. Uh, Purdy's the fourth quarterback in NFL history with a completion percentage of 70-plus or higher in seven consecutive games in the same season. Only Montana has more, and he has eight, so Purdy can catch him this week. It's every week they're doing historic things. The quarterback is doing historic things. The running back is doing historic things. Pick a receiver that's doing something either historic, whether it's for the franchise or, or overall. It's it's It really is just an unbelievable time to be a 49ers fan. Now they have to finish it. And this is a team that's so good and so great that you want them to finish it and get that ring. And I do, Brian, I got to give Kyle Shanahan his flowers a little bit here. Yeah. We've been talking about the players and rightfully so. Sure. But Kyle Shanahan, what he has done, especially in the last five years. So now he's Niners have had four head coaches with four more seasons of 10 plus wins. Walsh, Seifert, Mariucci, and now now Shanahan. Um, he's also the fourth head coach to win 10-plus in at least three straight seasons for the Niners with Walsh, Seifert, and Jim Harbaugh. And if the Niners win out or even win three out of the next four, he has 13 wins again. Mm-hmm. Niners have won 13-plus games 11 times in franchise history. So this would be the 12th time if they do it. And mm-hmm. Shanahan would have been the coach for three of those. Seifert was the coach for yeah. four, Walsh for three, right now Shanahan for two, Mariucci for one, and Harbaugh for one. And I understand there's a 17th game now. Everything we talked about, you have to incorporate the 17th sure. game. It's just what, what yeah. football is now. But Kyle, since, you know, we talked a lot about, or at least I did, after those first two seasons, he gets to the Super Bowl. And then I say, okay, now he's got he's to gotta start winning 10 games every year to be an elite coach. And they have the 2020 season, and it was mm-hmm. a weird year. COVID yeah. and they had to they had to go to Arizona. Tons of injuries. Bosa's out, Debo's out, Kittle's out, Garoppolo's out. It was a strange mm-hmm. season. He goes six and ten. Mm-hmm. But since then, you're talking three straight years now, ten year, ten wins or more. He's yeah. been in the NFC championship game the last two years. And and since the since the start of 2019, he has a 52 and 27 regular season record as a head coach. Kyle Shanahan has put himself now in the elite coach level. He's not he's got to win a Super Bowl to be on the Belichick to in you know, mm-hmm. tier Andy sure. Reid. But Andy yeah. Reid was an elite coach before he won a Super Bowl. Yes, Andy Reid was. was a phenomenal coach. And I think Shanahan is right there right now. If he gets a Super Bowl, he goes into the next stratosphere. But he's one of those top five, six guys right now that he's going to be the coach of this team probably for a decade, a decade. And he really deserves a lot of credit 
you know, he's stubborn. He's in his own way. It's fine. A lot of these guys are because mm-hmm. he gets it done on the field. His players respond to him. They're always going to have a good offense when he's in there. And what, they, what they've done with the roster and the culture of this team to keep them at perennial, not only playoff contenders, but Super Bowl contenders, he, he just deserves his flowers right now. And I feel like we talk about the players all the time, and that's well and good, and it's deserved. But I, I got to give it. I got to give it up for Kyle. Oh, 100 percent. And one of the things I like is, you know, that list that you listed off, you said Walsh, Seifert, Mariucci and now Shanahan. And what I love about that is each one of those guys after Walsh can still be traced back to Walsh, which I appreciate. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Seifert was his defensive coordinator. Mariucci came up under Holmgren, who came up under Walsh. And then Shanahan, you know, his dad was Seifert's offensive coordinator when we won the Super Bowl, you know, and I'm not saying that he's, you know, a, a, a Walsh disciple, but at the same time, you know, what he did was add the outside zone to the West Coast offense, which is, you know, invented by Bill Walsh. So, you know, you just love the kind of the, the history there where, you know, this this 49ers dynasty that's and and premier franchise designation that started under bill walsh has been continued by guys related in some way to bill walsh and i i I really like that 